Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. I trust that you've been blessed by the content so far. I believe by now, many of you would be on your way to work, or you're at work, or you're at home with a work-from-home situation. Uh, wherever you're at on the planet, I pray for God's uh, Spirit to be upon you in this time, that you will experience the nearness of His presence, that your hearts and your minds will be God uh, in peace, even in this time. Well, um, I'm sure by now many of you would be aware of uh, what goes on in the daily. We would uh, read a passage of scripture together, we'll share a couple of thoughts, uh, and then we'll close off with a time of prayer to center us on God's truth and uh, God's presence and God's uh, peace. I think this is so critical for us to do in this time where we are pulled in different directions by way of opinion, by way of information. But uh, I think you know we ought to make every intentional effort to stay centered in God's truth, in God's word, in God's uh, perspective. All right. I'll read to you uh, this morning from Numbers chapter 6. I want to begin in verse 22. Now this passage that we're going to read together uh, has been turned into a liturgy, a form of prayer. Um, it's become a fixture in uh, many churches. It's become part of uh, their, their order of service. They would pray through this prayer uh, every service. And rightly so. These words I'm going to read to you are incredibly profound and powerful. And you would commonly know uh, these verses as the benediction of prayer of blessing, a priestly blessing. And I think, man, what a time to be talking about blessing, right? Uh, especially in a world uh, that we're living in today where it almost seems like we are void of blessing, where people are so caught up in the rat race, being so competitive, being very self-focused, driven to excel, to promote uh, oneself. And uh, it seems that we are living in a culture void of blessing, uh, especially so in our day, right, where uh, previously, you know, when someone calls and sneezes, you would say, hey, bless you. But today, uh, the the reaction would uh, be almost the, the complete opposite, right, where you would throw some death stares in that direction and like think in your head, man, this guy, no social responsibility, you know, no common sense, you know, and you would, instead of wishing blessing, would then defer to cursing and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think, you know, especially in this time, uh, that it's so important for us to rediscover this biblical idea of blessing um, and see, it, see its power lived out, expressed, and established in our lives. And so in Numbers chapter 6, verse 22, I'll begin with reading God's word if you'll join me. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Verse 27, So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. This is God's word. Now, uh, I remember a time, uh, this would be, gosh, about a year ago, uh, where I was uh, shopping for some new appliances for my new home. And I was telling my parents about uh, my need to get some new appliances. And then uh, my parents uh, were like, hey, you know, we have a, a guy in uh, one of the Harvey Normans. Uh, you know, he, he, we, we became good friends with him. And, uh, and I, I think he would uh, be of good help to you. And so... Uh, 
I was like, okay, you know, so what should I do? And my dad said, uh, okay, uh, go to the Harvey Norman and just tell him that you are Simon's son. Now, Simon is my father's name. Tell him that you are Simon's son and he'll, tre- and he'll treat you right and he'll treat you well. So I was like, okay, you know, like, let's, let's do that. I was very skeptical at first, but I thought I'll, I'll just give it a go. And so I went to the Harvey Norman. I looked uh, for that particular salesman and I, I said to him, hey, uh, my dad said that uh, he's a friend of yours and that you will help me uh, if I come and, and look for you. Uh, my dad uh, said that, you know, you, you help sort things out for me. Uh, I, I am Simon's son. And when I said that, you know, I chuckled a bit. I was like, man, you know, what, what's going to happen? And uh, he was like, oh, you're Simon's son. And he perked up almost instantly. And was like, man, you know, your father is such a great guy, blah, blah, blah. And then he proceeded to like help me out with uh, sorting out all these appliance stuff. He would recommend uh, options that weren't just the most expensive, but they were the most reliable. Uh, and and he, he, he then uh, worked to give me like a massive discount. He told his manager that I was his nephew. Uh, he lied. <laughs> he told his manager that I was his nephew. And so they gave me an even bigger discount. And I was like, man, you know, I, I left that, that Harvey Norman thinking, wow, my father's name. So, so, so powerful. You know, I, I just quoted it and I got this like, massive discount, a ton of help and, and all that good stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> this idea of like, uh, let me put it uh, uh, delicately, uh, leveraging on a person's name, uh, its reputation and prestige. We see it uh, all through uh, even the library of scripture, right? You know, you invoke a person's name and it would bring with it a, uh, this kind of blessing, this kind of uh, a favor being given when a person's name is quoted. Now we read of this amazing uh, exchange between the prophet Moses and God in Exodus chapter 33. Uh, Moses at one point in his life uh, asked God to show him his glory. Now uh, in ancient Hebrew literature like uh, Exodus, to speak of God's glory was to speak of his presence and beauty. So Moses was essentially asking to see God for who he really is, to see God uh, in person. And now God graciously tells Moses that he can't see his face or he would die. Uh, but then God tells him this uh, further down the text. It says to him uh, that he would cause his goodness to pass in front of Moses. And then God says this, I will proclaim my name the Lord Yahweh in your presence. Now, this is really interesting, right? Because we think of God, we don't necessarily think of God as being a being with a name. We think of God, uh, uh, honestly, more in the realms of philosophy, right? You know, we think of God in the omnis. God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's omnipresent. Uh, he's, he's everywhere. He's omniscient. He knows all things. But notice how God describes himself uh in the text that follows this, you no know, God describes uh, who he is and uh, and and expounds on his name uh, to Moses. He says this uh, in God's word in Exodus: uh, "The Lord Yahweh, the Lord Yahweh, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love through thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished." He punishes the children and the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. Now, it'll be interesting for you to know that this is by far the most quoted passage in the Bible by the Bible. The writers of the Bible circle back to this passage over and over and over again, almost a dozen times. 
Now, this many will believe is ground zero for a theology of God. And what's striking to me in this passage is that as God describes himself, he doesn't go off on a tangent with like, here's how powerful I am. Here's how unknowing I am. Here's where, how and why I'm everywhere all at once. Uh, that's all true and very important, but apparently to God, it's not the most important thing. When God describes himself and reveals himself to Moses, he starts off with his name. I am Yahweh, the Lord God Yahweh. This is my name. And then he goes on in that passage to talk about uh, his character. He is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness and down on that list. Now it'd be helpful for us to know that in the world of the Hebrew scriptures, a name was more than just a label you used to make dinner reservations or sign up for a spin class. Your name was your identity, it was your destiny, it was the truth hidden in the marrow of your bones. Uh, a scholar wrote about uh, uh, in a world of Hebrew scriptures that a personal name was often thought to indicate something essential about the bearer's identity, origin, or divine purpose that the bearer was intended to fulfill. And so a name, when you attributed a person's name to something, you're essentially saying, this is the person's name, this is what the person stands for, who the person fundamentally is, and this is what you can expect from the bearer of that name. And so when we read Numbers chapter 6, all over again, as we read through the priestly blessing, and then God goes on to say, you shall put my name. God is almost saying, hey, you can stake my reputation on this. I will bless you because I am Yahweh. I am he who blesses. I am he who is compassionate and gracious. And so as we read the priestly prayers and blessings of God, our confidence is not so much in the content of the prayer, as important as it is, but our confidence ought to be placed in the assurance of God's name, of who he is, his character, his unfailing love toward us. And so it's with that, I would like to read us Numbers chapter 6 over again and pray a prayer of blessing over you, even as you begin your day this morning. And we pray this prayer of blessing not so much as a incantation or a spell, if you will. But we pray this prayer of blessing in agreement to God's nature, to God's character, to who He fundamentally is, and believing that our loving Father is over us, He watches over us, and this is us as His children aligning with His heart and intent towards all. Let me pray the prayer of blessing over you. The Lord Yahweh bless you and keep you. The Lord Yahweh make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord Yahweh lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your nature and we thank you for your love toward us all. And today we say our confidence is not so much placed in our ability to be good. Our confidence is not so much placed in our ability to be quote-unquote spiritual, but our confidence is placed in your nature, in who you are, your intentions toward us. And God, we ask even as we begin our day, let your love, let your peace so envelop us, even as we live through the day, shape our thoughts, shape our perspectives. And God, we pray that we will live through the rest of our day, being so assured 
in your love that we'll live from blessing, not just for blessing. In a world that we live in that is so caught up with chasing after the more, God, as your people, we stand assured in your love, in your kindness, in your kingdom. We thank you for this great grace. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, be blessed for the rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Grace and peace. Love you all. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the daily podcast. We will have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.